0: Hello and welcome to episode 8 of the Godfather Chronicles. My name is Miguel Garcia and I am your host. My friends, I hope you're doing great. Uh, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Um, as for me, I spent my Thanksgiving with over 20 people at my house. Because that's how it is in my house. We we, we can't have one third of the family at these events. Anyway, wanted to um, please ask you to follow me on Instagram at magpatriot. Well, on Facebook, you can find me at Miguel Godfather. And if you have any questions, any comments, email me at miguel.godfatherchronicles.com. At and I ask you to please um, share the podcast with friends, family. Uh, if you get any value, please give it a a rating, and um, again, send it to your loved ones. So today, I wanna talk to you about something that has been on my mind for about about 10 days. Uh, An acquaintance of ours passed all of a sudden, and he had eight children. And to me, when I heard the news, the first thing popped into my head it's like wow he's there you know he already met god he knows his faith for the rest of his for the rest of eternity um a priest used to tell us that once you died once you're dead you, your faith is sealed it's like if you close that envelope and mail that letter, right? There's, there's no getting it back or anything like that. Um, the Catholic Church teaches that during our lives, our lives, we have the opportunity to do good, to gain graces, to gain a higher place in heaven, if we do the right things, if we are kind and charitable to people. Um, there's there's a lot of ways to to gain graces and these graces help erase the debt of sin. They help erase the debt you owe to God due to sin for For example, let me give you an example. You know we're pretty good friends. You know, you have a really nice car. I come in with my car and my brakes don't work and I hit your car. I mean, yes, you're upset. And I am upset as well. But you understand that it was an accident, right? And so you, I come out of the car and I said, man, I'm really, really sorry. I hit your car. I apologize. And then you say, no, Miguel, that's fine, man. It was an accident, you know, bedlock, whatever it is. But then we don't go our separate ways. There, there needs to be reparation for the, for the damage that I created on your car. So it's the same thing with God. When we sin, we cause just per se damage, and it has to be repaired. God forgives us. I mean, you forgive me because I, I hit your car. It wasn't intentional, and you forgive me, but I still have to make reparation. So basically, that's how grace works in the sense that your good deeds count as payment towards your debt. Anyway, so I'm I'm thinking about what would this man, this father, this husband would, would do if he could come back? You know, think about that. If God gave you the grace to come back and amend your life, what would you do different? What would your pri- priorities be? Would your priorities be to you know make as much money as you can? Or would your priorities be I have to be the best human being possible? And you know, when you're a good human, good things happen to you. When you're a good human, God takes care of you because you're doing the right thing. Um, God is not unjust. God is not going to punish you because you're doing the right thing. You know, we see people, they seem to be getting away with things. And sometimes we wonder, like, what the hell? Is this fair? And, you know, it's, it's happened to me before. Where I go, man, you know, I'm here doing what I'm supposed to be doing and those guys are just taking advantage of the system or they're doing all those things. They're stealing, they're cheating, uh, they're stretching the truth, they're they're stretching the boundaries of of ethics and things like that and, and, and they seem to get, be getting away. Well, you know, they're not because at one point in their lives all that stuff catches up to them. You know, God is just. He if you if you're if you're cheating or doing the wrong things or whatever, you're gonna get your punishment. I I like to think of of God um, you know, like like a, a father. And so if my son is misbehaving i'm not going to reward him right i'm going to try to correct him in every way i can i'm going to try to push him back into the you know good ways and and back back into um um, being a a honest uh virtuous man i'm not just not going to let him go do crazy stuff it's the same thing with god but anyway um getting back to to this person that passed away i want you to think about your your life and i want you also to think about your death if you're lying on your dying bed what 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 do you think is going to go through your mind what are going what are your regrets going to be you're going to look back and like they say you know that your life is flashing in your mind so fast and and, you know what are you going to be thinking about what are the things that you're regretting what are the things that if God gave you the opportunity to come back you would change would you be a better husband would you be a better brother or sister a better human being, a better business person. What, what would that be? You need to do this exercise. You need to lay in bed, close your eyes, relax, and think about this. What if I died tonight? Where would my soul end up being? In hell or in heaven? You know, I know some people don't believe in hell and heaven. But it's just as ridiculous as people don't believe there's a God. Um, it, this, this episode is going to be a little more about what I believe because um, I'm a little more um, sensitive because of this situation. So bear with me. I do have a point. Okay. So there is a God. I was at the um, my doctor the other day, and, and there was a, the schematics of the eye, and it is so complicated, and I'm in awe. I'm I'm just looking at the schematics of the eye, and I'm going, wow, look at the design. There were like forty five components on just an eyeball. It, this was created. It wasn't, uh, you know, a big band bang that uh costs you to have all these components in your eyes it's the same thing with the ears if you look at the at the composition of the ears or any any part of your body look at the heart your heart beats by itself it doesn't need a battery well in theory the proof that we have a soul is in your heart because your soul is energy And when your soul, your eternal soul departs your body, there's no more energy in your body. You know, people get fascinated with the brain. Oh, you know, all the electrical pulses and all this stuff, all the activity and all that shit. Well, that takes energy. And the brain doesn't have a battery either. It doesn't create power by itself. What powers your heart and your brain? It's your soul. Your eternal soul. So, you got to think about eternity. You got to think about where am I going to go after I die? Where am I going to land? You know, those folks that don't believe in God, I really pity them because they are acting irresponsible. They don't want to really... uh, Find out if there's a God or not, because if they find out there is a God, it probably go it's it that probably goes against what they're doing or their lifestyle, and you're gonna have to change, and that's why people talk, choose not to get too deep into God. They like to be on the surface. That's the wrong approach. You have to understand that we're not of this world. We are eternal beings. God created us for heaven. We fuck it up here. We are the ones with free will that we choose to uh, do all the atrocities that, that mankind has done because of free will. God doesn't impose those things on us. We do it. Again, I'm going back to the paternal figure of God I do what I want to do and God in a way has no saying because he loved me so much that he gave me free will it's like with one any you of know, my children if they choose to do something you know they're 18 or whatever they choose to do something outside of our our boundaries outside of our rules outside of our our culture whatever um, it's their choice I, I there's nothing I can do because they they have free will so God gives us free will and so we could do either good or bad um, so you you need to think about that and, and and see where you are right now and what are the things that are you, that you you're doing you know what are your priorities right now what are your priorities? Is it to make a shit ton of money? For what? Let's say, you know, I'm older than most of you guys, but let's just say that you're in your 30s or 20s. You're gonna make a shit ton of money and gonna forget about your soul. And then you you get to be 70, 80 years old and you're gonna die anyway. And you're gonna lose your soul. That's why, you know, our Lord said, what does it profit a man To win the world and lose his soul. So let's just say you lived a successful life 75 years, let's just say 80 years, 90 years. What is that compared to eternity? Look up the word eternity, it doesn't end. So our lives will be a speck of sand in the desert compared to eternity so we need to invest in eternity you know and this this is the time to do these things you know um god allows well people die all the time right and so you know folks that have died that they're probably close to you you know him, my my dad died a few years ago he was um 75 76 years old and he died of um uh, um there's something wrong with his with his lungs, I can fibrosis, uh pulmonary fibrosis, I think. That's what he died of. And he wasn't a smoker. Um but anyway, he died of that. And I watched him die. I spent the last few months with him, I spent the last few days with him in his house and I had all these conversations with him and um you know thank god my dad had very um very clear in his mind that he he was going to die and he prepared his soul for for his death for his trip to eternity so that when you go when you die when you when your time comes you open your eyes and there's god there's your judge he's going to judge you based on your life on your actions in life you know, we're like, well, God cannot be this bad. God cannot send people to hell. All right, let's go into the natural level. Let's say that you, that you, that you uh, um, are a bad human being, and you commit crimes, and you go up to the judge. You go to court, and they judge you based on your actions, and the judge decides that because you killed somebody or whatever, you committed a heinous crime. You deserve to die. So is it the judge's fault that you committed a heinous crime? Or is it a just punishment because of your crimes? The judge is impartial. He's just looking at the evidence and dispensing the correct um, punishment. It's the same thing with God. God is looking at you. And saying, okay, look at your life. You did this. You did that. This was good. This was bad. And at the end of the day, is it's us who send ourselves to either heaven or hell. Because it was always up to us. Always up to us. I don't want to get too morose in this or whatever. But, you know, people um, focus on the wrong things the society says the happiness and wealth is in in the material things and it's not you guys got to know this down deep inside um you know we're miserable because we're not living our lives uh we're we're in the rat race we're trying to live a life that that pleases others you know it's just like I remember when i used to live in chicago um Folks out there were competing all the time. Oh, I got this nice stereo. Oh, well, I'm gonna get a Moran's stereo. Or I'm. I got my neighbor got this car. I better get another a better car. And they were always competing with each other, full of debt, credit card debt, and and it's just like man, we're comp- we're we're competing to live a life full of fleeting whims and toys. It's it's all fake. I. I get upset when people said that there's no balance. I know there's some guys in, in the RT group that say there's no balance and all that stuff. And they're, they're being very, um, very narrow-minded, in my opinion. I love you guys. This is my opinion. I respect what you, what you think. But I'm going to tell you, there needs to be balance. When you're building that business, you need to have balance. Because if you don't, you will lose your family. You will lose your soul. It's not easy. It's easier to run by yourself than to bring your family and your faith and all with you. It takes longer. It's harder. But it's worth it. How many of you guys or how many of people do you know that? because of success because they want to be very successful they lose their family so their family starts as their why as their burn and then when they get up to the success ladder and climb that mountain of success they turn around and they're not there's nobody with them they lost their family they lost that that, that why, you know, they started, well, I want to be successful because my wife is my family, you know, my why is my family and I'm doing everything for my family. And then we'll just take off running and we leave our family behind. No, you have to balance that. I know some folks say, well, you know, balance is zero when you put the, um, the balance when his balance is zero and zero is nothing. And that is just stupid. Okay? The balance is not balance of zero. Okay? So think about the um the statue of of, of, of uh of of justice. He has he has two ways ways. and, and you balance it by putting stuff in it and, make, and make it, making it balance. It's like when you're working out. I mean, you, you, you have a 50 pound weight in one hand, you're going to curl 50 pounds in one, one hand, and you're going to put 30 on the other one? No. You balance your weight. When you're bench pressing and all those things, you're balancing things. Life is the same way. If you have 24 hours a day and you're running around 16 hours a day building your business, and you're not spending any time with your family, you're not balanced. If you are spending 12 hours a day and not enough time with your family and not time enough enough time um, with the you know, spending time with God, you're not balanced. You're off balance. And that's why we're miserable. Because we are off balance. Try to start balancing your life. If you're spending too much time at work. Yeah, I know it's hard, man. You got to build a, You got to build a business. You got to take care of the family and all this stuff. But the family needs you. Your family's that is not willing to sacrifice their happiness to see you be successful. And you shouldn't sacrifice your family for your success. And you shouldn't sacrifice your your um, your, your God, your religion, your soul, your eternal soul for success. You have to balance it. And I know you guys are going to go, well, you know, I'm doing fine or whatever. Well, if you're doing fine, great. Do the exercise, close your eyes, pretend you're dead and do an honest analysis of what's going on in your life and what your priorities are. Then tell me if you're in balance, if you have balance. I'm not trying to scold anybody or anything like that. It's just that we need to get back to the simple things uh, we, we, we complicate everything you know life is not hard people to ask me well how do you do it man how do you do it how do you build the businesses how do you you know make time you, you fucking make time it's a priority if it's a priority it's going to get done my family is a priority right now it's about six fifteen, and I call my wife and I said baby I finished what I had to do work and all that stuff and I have to do the podcast I'll be home and so I I took the time to call her tell her I love her and all sorts of things she knows I'm okay she knows I'm good she knows that in about 35 minutes I'm going to be home then when I'm home I am home I'm not going to watch Monday night football I'm going to sit with my family have the dinner or have a glass of wine have a conversation I'm going to talk to my children I'm going to kiss I'm going to hug them I'm going to have those conversations with them because they are important. And then tomorrow morning, I'm going to get up at 5.45 in the morning. I'm going to do my breakfast. I'm going to help my wife with my children, dress up my twins with Down syndrome. Then I'm going to wake up the rest of the kids, give them hugs, give them kisses. I'm going to go to mass, 7.15 mass. Then after mass, I'm going to go to work. God willing. but That's my routine. I've sacrificed a lot of my uh, my fun time, you might want to say, or my personal time for my family and for my faith so that I could be in balance. I had a mentor of mine that um, he worked crazy, crazy hours in, I mean, uh, like, got up at four o'clock in the morning and he would be, you know, in the office at six o'clock doing some work. And then at six o'clock he went out running and all sorts of things. And, and cause he wanted to be home by five every day, no matter what. And I kept saying, man, you know, how do you do that? And he goes, Miguel, this, the question is easy. Do I sacrifice myself? Why sacrifice my family? That is the question you have to ask yourself. Do you sacrifice yourself or you sacrifice your entire family? Answer that question. You know, we're, I myself, type A guy, and I'm willing to go through that. I'm willing to sacrifice myself. I'm willing not to watch TV. I'm willing not to go out or have a social life, so that I can stay with my family and make up the time that I that I lose by by staying late at work or whatever. Anyway, you know, we also we started this <clears throat> podcast talking about the person that passed away, and uh, you know, he's not he he is. Right now, where he's going to be for the rest of eternity, you have to ask yourself the question, where where are you going to end up? Where is your family going to end up? What kind of man or woman are you? What kind of person are you? You know. Do the exercise, lay down on your bed, close your eyes, think about your life, think about your death. When you die, what are people going to say about you? You know, um, mm-hmm. Gary Vee has something about like, oh, the success is measure and how many people go to your funeral. That's fucked up. That's some fucking uh, egotistical shit. You know, we worry about our fucking legacy more than we worry about our soul. I don't give a shit about my legacy. I am concerned. I do worry about my legacy because I wanna leave a good le- legacy, but that's not the end. You need to worry about where your children's souls are going to be when they die. You need to worry about where your soul is gonna be when you die, because that's all it that matters. Um, my good friend, Andy Frazella asked me one time, he said, why does, God allow children to die. It's a very good question. I mean, a pretty honest question. I mean, it was one of the things I like about Andy is that he is he's a good a good soul man. He's like like the British say he's a good egg, Um, and he's got an honest. It's a pretty honest question. Very very um, very good question. And so I said, look, my son died. He had cancer and God took him. Why did God allow him to die? Because God, God lives outside time. I'm going to get a little crazy with you guys. Okay. So, you know, let's just say, look at your desk or look at your kitchen table. You're standing above it and your kitchen table is, it's time. God is you. You, You're outside time. You're not on the table. God looks at the beginning and the end. So that's how God looks at everything. God lives outside time. So he's looking at the beginning and at the end. And if he allowed my son to get sick, it was because he might have lost his soul. Or my son was so good that God really wanted him in heaven. So... Um, the way I look at it is our goal is to go to heaven, is to save our souls. My son accomplished that mission barely at seven years old. So he won the race. He beat everybody. He beat all those billionaires, Bezos, and all those clowns that are only worried about money and, and all that stuff. He beat them all. He beat me. He won heaven way before me. And that's how you need to look at life. That's the race, my friends. That's, the, that's true success. When you are on your way to save your soul, and the souls of your children, that's the price. When you're on your way to do that, you know you're doing good. You're gonna have peace, you're gonna have tranquility. You you could live within your means. I know that sounds kind of crazy because everybody wants to make a ton of money or whatever. I don't have a problem with that. I wanna make a ton of money because I wanna make a huge difference in the world. But that's not the end. that is not the end my friends, saving our souls, I hope that this message helps you um, become more aware of where you are, where your priorities are, and I hope that if you could wake up and and realize that you're not doing the right thing that you start doing the right thing Uh, so you got to be honest with yourself and i hope that you could change and correct your ways i'm not preaching down to you i'm saying this because i love you because i want you to save your soul i want you to stop believing on all these gurus that talk about money and you know all these freaking uh, eight income streams and this and, and wealth and all this. That's great, man. Let's do that. Let's make a shit ton of money. I'm with you. But don't sacrifice your soul or your family for it. That's all I'm saying. Do not sacrifice your soul and your family for wealth. If you could balance it, you are a winner you got the best of everything you are somebody that has earned my respect so my friends love you very much uh, if you have any questions shoot me an email at miguel at godfatherchronicles.com You'll give me a follow at, um, in Instagram at MAG Patriot. And if you want to reach out to me on Facebook, it's Miguel Godfather. I'll end this podcast with, with the, um, hope that you are going to apply some of the things that I, that I share with you. I think the most important thing is for you to Stop. And find some quiet time. Lay down on your bed. And really think. What's going to happen if you die? What's going to happen to your family? Are they going to be taken care of? Are they going to remember you as an awesome dad or mom? Or are they going to say. Man that guy was a fucking beast. I'm glad he's dead. What are your friends going to say? Not that it matters. But do the exercise. Think about all these things. And also think about where is your soul going to be for eternity thank you god bless take care